God bless you all. God bless you more. Amen. We can be seated. Amen. Power of the tongue. Once again, I thought about coming um, and practicing the power of silence. <laughs> I was going to take that from my brother Dave. He made that threat, and I was going to put it in action this week. Amen. But thank God that God always has a word for his people. Two weeks ago, I was up here by the grace of God. Amen. So we're going to go and we're going to recap off of that. I ended the last Bible session of the topic, power of the tongue, with the definition of the word power, possession to control, authority, and influence over others. We also spoke about seasons, to discern the time to be silent and the time to speak. And when doubt realized, remember, it's all on me. <laughs> That's what we was about. It was all on us. Amen. Y'all remember that? Do not become contaminated with the thoughts and language of death. And always be aware of your surroundings. Identify these things and begin to ask yourself, am I becoming powerful or powerless? Guard your heart, guard your soul. We know that the Fearing, that fearing people that carry powerless tongues can result in us becoming powerless and speaking evil. The punishment for that is hell. Heavenly Father, I just want to ask you to open the ears of everyone. And I ask you, Father, that your Holy Spirit takes charge and continue in the movement and this atmosphere like it has been from the beginning. We do this for your honor and your glory, and we just ask, or I just ask, that everyone can fall into the accordance of this word that's going to be brought tonight. And I say that with a reason. Tonight, we begin by asking, what is your conception of you? What is your conception of life? What is your conception of death? What is your conception of power? What is your conception of the tongue? Luke 6, 4, 5, as we always read it prior to tonight, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaks. I'm going to say that again. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaks. The first definition that pops up for the word conception, and it was, it caught me off guard. Because if I, if I want to keep it 100% with you, I brought this word and I wanted to, to, to present it as conceptions and misconceptions of like the general idea. But when I go and I find the first definition of the word conception, the first definition that pops up for the word conception is the process of becoming pregnant involving implantation. And so I begin to ask God, but this is not making sense to me. This is not where I wanted to go with it. And God began to keep me stuck 
on that first definition. But I was like, God, but I started the message but by saying, what is your conception of you? What is your conception of life? What is your conception of death? What is your conception of power? What is your conception of the tongue? How does this make sense? But we're going to get there. The process of becoming pregnant involving implantation, the word implantation is the process of attachment. I mentioned how the Apostle Paul spoke in the book of Corinthians, the first book of Corinthians, chapter 13, 11, in the last session that I brought that read, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Do you remember that, church? And I also brought the definition, the definition, excuse me, or the meaning behind that, that we discovered that a child's speech was undeveloped, his understanding is crude, meaning not yet processed or refined, in other words, unpurified. So now I ask again, what is your conception of you? But what conception are we talking about? We're going to get there. What is forming inside of you? What is attached to you? What is attached to your thoughts? What is attached to your soul? What is attached to your heart? I repeat Luke 6.45 once again. The good person out of the good treasures of his heart produces what church? Good. And the evil person out of his evil treasures produces what church? Evil. For out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaks. The time of development is coming to an end. The process is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. The second book of Corinthians, chapter 5, verses 16, says, From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Jesus according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. I will repeat, from now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Jesus Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. For the apostle Paul, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ has forever destroyed all human distinctions. For a woman to conceive, she needs to be intimate with a man, correct? There needs to be an intimate connection when this connection happens, we call that conception. Putting this together, as the Apostle Paul says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. It's to say, the way that I am going to look at all mankind is through the spirit. So, by looking at this, with a spiritual mindset, you will understand that what you are intimate with is what you will conceive. What you are intimate with is what you will conceive. In a spiritual mindset, what you are intimate with, that deep connection that you are intimate with is what you will conceive. 
there is an attachment taking place. Tell somebody birth is taking place. Birth is taking place. Now that we are no longer looking at man by the appearance of the flesh, we can get to the root of the power of life and death that the tongue possesses, but most importantly, what is possessing him. You see, because we can come and we can say, hey, don't gossip. Hey, we can treat you like a child and say, hey, this word is unacceptable. This word is not happening here. Just like we can say, uh, uh, declare and decree life over your children. We can tell you what to say. But when we come to understand that the power of the tongue is only taking place by the spirit that is possessing the man. Now that we are no longer looking at man by the appearance of the flesh. His actions, his attitudes, the way he walks, his character. We don't care about that. We care about what's inside of you. We can get to the root of the power of life and death that his tongue possesses, but most importantly, what is possessing him. An intimate relationship with gossip results in that you will conceive gossip. Simple. An intimate relationship with lies results in that you will conceive lies. An intimate relationship with curses results in that you will conceive curses. An intimate relationship with death results in that you will conceive death. Tell somebody birth is taking place. Say it one more time. Birth is taking place. An intimate relationship with joy results in that you will conceive joy. An intimate relationship with peace results in that you will conceive peace. An intimate relationship with love results in that you will conceive love. An intimate relationship with life will result in that you will conceive life. Birth is taking place. The development is coming to an end. And what is spoken out of your mouth is what you are attached to. I'm going to say that again. Birth is taking place. The development is coming to an end. And what is spoken out of your mouth is what you are attached to. It's that simple. If you just call Minister Eddie and I begin to gossip, God bless you, brother, but check this out. You're going to say, brother, what, are, what is attached to you and what... There is an intimate connection going on with something that I don't want to be part of. <laughs> Thank you. Conception, intimacy, connection, power of the tongue. How is this all making sense? Show me something in the Bible that relates to this. Tell somebody how could this be? John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In the beginning was the what? And the Word was with what? And the Word was what? All of the descriptions and characteristics point out to who? To Jesus. Now look at us. Now look at somebody and say, but still, how could this be? 
we're going to put this together now. Luke 1, 26, and I was, I was just, I was in my room, and I come out, and my wife was like, you were crying, huh? I was like, oh, I was, I was, <laughs> she's like, tu estaba danzando, ¿verdad? I was like, yeah. I was like, it's the revelation. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a town in Galilee to a virgin plead to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so that so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Mary, this is not in the verse, Mary was now conceived with the what? With the word. The word was attached to her. And there was a development that needed to take place. And when the development was fully developed in Mary, she had no, no choice but to birth out what was attached to her. And because she was highly favored and the Lord was with her, this can only mean that the word that she was going to give birth to was, I got to repeat that again. Mary was now conceived with the word. The word was attached to her. And there was a development that needed to take place. And when the word was fully developed in Mary, she had no, no choice but to birth out what was attached to or in. Or how you want to say it. Relate to it, people. And because she was highly favored and the Lord was with her, this can only mean that the word that she was going to birth out was going to be the word of life, the word of salvation, the word of mercy, the word of grace, the word of healing, the word of deliverance, the word of bread and water, the word of forgiveness, the word of greatness, the word of shelter, the word of rescuer, the word of helper, the word of joy, the word of peace, the word of redemption, the word of sacrifice. And the word of life. It can only it can only mean that. It can only that's that's the word. 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 Yo, Pablo, what's the word? That's the word. What, 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 what that's the word? But the Holy Spirit. And by power of the most high, Mary was holding the power of life and death in her womb. The word that was conceived 
and Mary now becomes flesh, and the flesh became a living sacrifice for all mankind. Therefore, Paul says, from now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Genesis 1, 27 reads, For God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on earth. Dominion is defined as supreme authority. But yet James 3, 7 says, you gotta, you gotta, listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna bring it back. For every, this is James though, James chapter 3, 7 says, for every kind of beast and bird of, rept, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed. But from the, hold on, Genesis, it goes, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, over the sea, and over the birds of heavens and every living thing that moves on earth. Dominion is defined as supreme authority. James 3, 7 says, for every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed. <laughs> oh my God. And has been tamed by who? By mankind. But that was a word that was already established from the very beginning. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is restless, evil, full of deadly poison. It's no wonder why animals such as beasts, reptiles, and sea creatures can be tamed. But above that, every living thing that moves on earth. It's no wonder why animals such as beasts, reptiles, and sea creatures can be tamed. But above that, every living thing that moves on earth, we've been given a word of dominion meaning supreme authority since the very beginning. We must acknowledge that the light remains light by the power of the word given to it. We must acknowledge that the light remains light by the power of the word given to it. We must acknowledge that the sky remains being the sky by the power of the word given to it. We must acknowledge that the land remains being the land by the power of the word given to it. We must acknowledge that the waters remain the waters by the power of the word given to it. Yet no human being can tame the tongue. It is restless, full of deadly poison. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. This must be spiritual must be spiritual. I really wish I had more time to continue this, like, in my preparation. I really did. Because I was just having, I was just having so much fun. So much fun. Y'all don't even know. In conclusion, 
We started with the questions of what your conceptions of yourself, among other things. Although we didn't discuss this, keep in mind that the second definition of conception is a general idea. As we move along, we spoke about conception being the act of intimacy that comes together to conceive the development of what is to be birthed out. Therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh means in this study that we are looking at the spiritual intimacy taking place. What you are spiritually connected to is what you will conceive. And what is conceived is, to, is soon to come out. I'm calling this getting to the root of the source of the power of the tongues. This must be spiritual. Amen. Can we just give God all honor and glory? Can we just thank him? Can we just lift up his name? Can we just say thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice and thank you for the abundance love and thank you for the understanding and thank you, Holy Spirit of God, for using Mary to conceive the living word that we were able to receive in the flesh so it can take our sacrifices so one day we can meet the king face to face once again. There was power in the tongue of that angel when he was explaining things. This was spiritual. And if I can leave you with one thing, and Paul talks about it too, that we're not beefing with the flesh. I'm going to keep it a, a hundred with y'all. We're not beefing, we're not fighting with the flesh. It's all spiritual. Embrace your brother, love them, and rebuke them when you have a chance to. I don't know how you might have the, the opportunity. I don't know when you will have the chance to speak to them and have a one-on-one -on -one with them, but easily be like, listen, I see something conceiving and before you birth it out, we want to correct it. And we want to make sure that before it comes out, it's healthy. You know, I'm going I'm to let you guys know a little secret. Um, whoever's watching, thank you for being with us. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, please open your heart and allow him to enter your life so he can restore you, deliver you, and give you life in abundance and love you. We are here at the Resurrection Center. I know everything is on our, our page. If you can share the video, amen. Um, all you have to say is, Heavenly Father, I receive you. I receive the name of Jesus, and I want him to take control of my life. In Jesus' name, put my book and write my name in the book of life, and I repent for my sins. However you want to say it. However you want to say it. However you want to say it. Don't repeat me. However you want to say it, say it and accept Jesus as your Savior. Thank you for tuning in. Amen.